Jackson. Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback sacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric, and I'm always. Join my McColes. Ron, what a run. What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the NFL on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Ron, we are entering week 16. Two, week 17. Two games left to the season. No. It's been bad for the Pats, but how has it been for the Steelers? Uh, not as good as we expected, I would think. We, you know, But we're still in the hunt of it. Hunt. You know, for the playoffs, so I'm not going to complain too much. Listen, you can't complain because this regular football. This is mm-hmm. football. This is what it is. This is what week to week we do. This we talk about NFL. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. It's just that's just what it is. I can't, you know, I can't really complain. I mean, I can complain as a Patriots fan, but not as a football fan. I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, except for the refs. Fuck the refs. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the NFL news. We'll talk about week 16. We'll do our upset specials, our power rankings, and we'll do our predictions. But first, let's talk about NFL news. Ron, Ron, and I told you I was going to be honest with you. There wasn't a lot to report. I think a lot of people are on vacation. They're just like, I'm with my family. What the hell am I going to, you know, report this? But... I did find a lot of injuries, and uh, Trevor Lawrence got a bum ankle. Will this make or break Jacksonville? Yeah, I would think so, right? You need your quarterback out there these last two games. You're still fighting for a playoff spot. You haven't clinched anything just yet. You need to have him out there. So, um, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. You said they got Carolina this week. Um, should be a winnable game with you know, regardless who you throw out there, but you just never know. They haven't really been playing that well either. So, you know. Yeah, this is, and they're, they lost four. four games in a row already. I mean, they're giving it, they're giving this division away. Yeah. And we just talked about the Houston Texans might not have the quarterback this week. So, would you say it's the Colts division to lose now? I, I don't know about that either. I think it's just up in the air. I think all these teams are trying to figure out one way or another how to lo- lose it. So I mean, the AFC South and the NFC South, those are eight teams that you're just like, you don't know what you're going to get week to week. Yeah. I mean, except for Carolina, you know that team is just terrible. But mm-hmm. every other team, you're just like, what are you What are you giving? What are you getting? What? What's the issue here? What's, I don't know. It's... It's just up and down. Uh, Ron, the other injury is uh, Hawkinson as an MCL. Is the Vikings season done? Yeah, it's a big loss for them, too. Um, they need him, obviously, for their push to the playoffs. Um, you know, so that's a, that is a big loss. And I think that, if I'm not mistaken, Addison's hurt, too. Uh, or he got hurt in that last game. I don't know how serious it is, but you got to have your best guys out there. Um down the stretch to have a chance when you're sitting, you know, right below 500 or at, at 500 at this point. So, yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt them for sure. I personally think that they're done. I mean, we were just saying how they already lost two in a row. And 
that game, they were playing Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it Cincinnati last, last week? Last week. Yeah, it was last week. It was Cincinnati, and this week, it was uh, it was Detroit. And Detroit, I wouldn't say that they lay down a smackdown, but I mean, not being Detroit in your division, that's a big loss. So I don't know if they can bounce back. Um, and we'll talk about what the playoff picture would look like. But um, any other news that was worth mentioning to you? Yeah, I think that was. Yeah, it was just a lot of injuries. That's mm-hmm. what I have to report. Um, so, Ron, let's quickly recap week 16. Uh, let's go to New England at Denver. I had them winning 24 to 14. You had them losing 24 to 17. Ron, I told you, if Sappy can just put two halves together, I'm not saying that he did that because he was terrible that first half, but he finally figured out how to put two and two together. That that fumble by Denver helped a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but a win is a win. Can't complain. A win is a win. 26-23 was the final. Ron, what did Denver do wrong? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I didn't get to watch much of this game. I can tell you what the Pats did wrong, which is win the game. (laughs) You know, if you're trying to tank at this point and get a quarterback. But we just talked about that tanking is not in their DNA. We can talk about tanking, but it's not going to happen with them. Okay. Well, I don't don't know what Denver did wrong. I know they are on the outside right now looking uh, up, you know, if they're trying to get to the playoffs, too. So... Here's the thing. Patriots have always had a good defense, right? So not surprised it was a bit of a challenge. Um, I picked Denver, you know, to win, but I knew New New England's defense would give them a little bit of trouble. So um, looking at the stats, I don't see anything that stands out. Looks like Russell played fairly well. No, he played really good. So, I mean, he had two scores in the the third that helped them get back in the game. mm Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just four, wish that they would have done that a whole game. Four fumbles, though. Yikes. Um, yeah, the fumbles were a problem. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that it was unfixable, right? So, yeah, they, they, they basically went in there and they won. They beat. Sappy played his game. He had a better QBR rating than Wilson. So, I listen, I'm happy for them because at least... You know, co- the coach gets another victory closer to Don Shula's record. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at all. Mm-hmm. This is what they're supposed to be doing. Winning football game. So I'm not mad at all. If you want me to, like, fist my hand against the table and be like, oh, I'm so mad. Now they're not in the top three address. You know what? This is... If Bill Belichick stays there, he's going to be like, you know what? This team needs to tackle this team needs a wide receiver. There's other needs than just having a good QB. I agree. Yeah. But, you know, you're right there at the front of the draft. There's a good chance to go. And there's some good players out there, right? So they can't mess this up, I don't think. Um, I think we all know that neither Zappi or Mac Jones is the answer. So they're going to be looking for a quarterback, whether it's their first round or somewhere in the draft. You, you got to make sure you're in the right position to choose the guy that you want. No, I think that 
a couple of weeks ago I mentioned if they finish in the top five, they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So what are you gonna do? Is they have Buffalo next week, so are they gonna win that game? Remains to be seen. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if it's at home or is that Buffalo. We'll we'll talk about it when that game comes to fruition. Ron Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I had them winning 14-10. You had them losing 20-13. Final score was 34-11. Ron, are you shocked? <laughs> yes. Because the whole entire world is shocked. You don't think that they can repeat that? <laughs> no. Listen, so I'll say this, right? I I was a, it was a pleasant surprise. It was great to see the offense look um competent, you know, for the first time all season. They did a good job. Mason was great. Um, 17-27, 290 yards. Higgins played his ass off. Um, here's the thing, right? They benefited, benefited by playing a, a, a team that was reeling, that had a lot of injuries, right? Jamar Chase didn't play. Uh, Browning turned the ball over three times. You know, you just can't do that. So, um, you know, and then they were at home, right? So this week they go to Seattle. It's going to be a lot different. We'll talk more about that when we get to week 17. But I don't know if it's repeatable, but I'm happy uh, for Mason. I'm happy for the Steelers, obviously. Um, and I'm happy, you know, we're still, the Steelers are still in it. So I'm not going to complain at all. Well, I told you that, you know, I wanted to see more from Jake Browning before I started crowning him. Like the media does all the time. They just put a crown on people and be like, oh, he's great. Oh, he can do this. But, you he's, know, he the still Steelers, torched us, you know, 330 yards. He, he torched yeah, us. Yeah, but the Steelers did that whole like bend but don't break. Yes, have tons of yards, but you're not going to score. And like you mentioned, they it was a home game. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see him do it on the road. 42 passes is a lot, though, mm-hmm. especially for someone who's not considered a starter so yeah well they were they were down early like uh was 24 nothing at half so you know they had no choice but kind of abandon the run second half try to get back into the game they just couldn't and it was it was almost like they were telepathically saying t higgins t higgins because jamar chase was absent for this game so it was there was a one trick ponies what i'm trying to say like once you figure out that they're gonna go to that one guy all the time I mean, he had eight targets and completed five passes. So, yeah, this is this is what I expected. That's why I picked the Steelers to win the game. Yeah, but you didn't expect 34 more. Sure. No, I mean, I expected, what, 14 to 10. <laughs> exactly. So, no. so, yeah, so I wanted the defense to step up. They did. Cincinnati only scored 11 points. So, Steelers defense is still, you know, still t- stout. Stout yeah. defense. Uh, Ron, who was your upset special? Yeah, so I had Baltimore at San Francisco. San Francisco was favored by five and a half uh, when we made the selection. So I had Baltimore winning twenty three to twenty one, and they they demolished San Francisco thirty three to nineteen. Um, I don't know what else to say about Baltimore. I've been on them the entire year. They've been my in my top five the entire year. I think every single week. They're a great football team. Um, they don't get the attention. I think they're starting to now. But they haven't been getting any of the attention that they should. We have you and I haven't sat and talked about Lamar being an MVP candidate. He has to be at the front line, or I'd say in the top three at this point of an MVP candidate. I don't think we had him there at all before. No one mentioned uh, that he would be there. 
but what else can you ask him to do? Uh, what else can you ask the team to do? They they have just been unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all it's all ebbs and flows of the season, right? And I feel like Baltimore is a hot team, so yes, Lamar should be spoken as MVP candidate, especially after that performance that uh, Brock Purdy put on against Baltimore. So yes. I think that even the ah makers are like last week he was plus 500 this week he's minus 160 so yeah I can see why that one game is basically gonna shape up and they still have Christian McCaffrey basically number two but he's like plus 300 325 so they obviously don't think that he can win if you you know, if you're like betting a betting man and you're like, oh, plus 325, that is a lot, a lot of money. But, you know, and they, I'd, listen, you should not be talking about Rock Party. Like, and I feel like, what do you mean? like as the MVP, as the MVP candidate. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? We, we, I mean, people, especially the media, we tend to overreact when he plays well, team wins. Everyone wants to put him in the MVP category. But at the same time, when he plays bad, he had a you know a really bad game, played a really good defensive team. They want to like say he's terrible. You know, he's not terrible. He's a good quarterback. I've always said that. He's just not a great I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback in a great system. Um, and that, by the way, is enough to win the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm not counting them out just yet. I think they went up against uh, the Super Bowl contender in the AFC. And I've said that all season. I thought they would be in the Super Bowl. Um, So I think with a rematch, if they were both to get back there, it can go either way. I can see San Francisco beating Baltimore um, if they were to play again. So I think, you know, for this specific game, I, I don't think they, I don't know if you want to talk too much about the game, but I don't think. San Francisco came out with the right game plan. I was screaming at the television to, you know, for them to run the ball. You know, why are you throwing so much at the beginning of the game? You know, run the ball. McCaffrey is a good running back. You gave him a few carries and you did okay, but you just got to keep feeding him, right? So, and and run with Debo too. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Don't, don't try to throw against Baltimore. That You're playing into their hands. They're a very good defensive unit um, and they'll force you into mistakes. And uh, that's exactly what what they did. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Baltimore defense, they've only given up 244 points all year, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, they're plus 173. And, you know, except for Miami and maybe Buffalo, everyone else, it's it's not triple digits. So they have a really good offense and they have a really good defense. They basically have a good combination that you you are basically saying, hey, this team can be anybody at home or away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Baltimore is definitely, you know, when we do the power rankings, we'll show that they're they're up there. I, for my upset special, because I was wishful thinking, I thought Carolina could beat Green Bay 17 to 14. Final score was. 33 to 30 Green Bay and it wasn't 
it wasn't really that close to the very, very end. Um, but Carolina just, the defense is just not good. And Bryce Young still developing. So, yeah, it was worth a shot. But does it really matter now? Because I was like, well, if New England wins, because Carolina need to win or they need to lose or it doesn't it didn't matter because now we're in fourth place. So um before we go into week 17, Ron, who is your who is in your power ranking? All right, so nothing really changed as far as my top five. It's just the order is a little bit different. So um, last week I had San Francisco at number one, Baltimore at number two. This week I have that flip. Baltimore at one, San Francisco at two, Miami at three. There were three last week. Um, Dallas at four. There were four last week. And then Detroit rounding out my top five. So I didn't drop San Francisco too far. I Like I said, I still think they'll be in the Super Bowl. They just ran against a good team with the wrong game plan. I think they'll adjust. Um, I didn't move Miami and I didn't drop Dallas, um, you know, too much either. So, cause they lost to Miami, right? You, you faced a really good team. You lost, I think by two points or something like that. So I don't, I don't, I didn't necessarily drop them and I didn't move Philly up just yet. Um, uh, even though they won, cause they, that game that they won was still questionable, you know, whether they would win or not. Um, so they still got to prove some things to me that they belong in the top five. Same with some other teams like Kansas City. Look, you know, they look terrible. There's a lot of teams, I think, that are right on that 6, 7, 8 bubble. Um, but those are my top five. Baltimore, San Fran, Miami, Dallas, and Detroit. Yeah, I basically have the same teams as you, except um, I dropped Kansas City from fifth, and I put Cleveland there. Um, I have Baltimore as number one. With Miami at number two, Philly at three, San Francisco at four, and then I have Cleveland. I, you know, Cleveland, I, I don't know how they're doing it because they have defense. a great defense, but then they have a quarterback that they're surviving his turnovers. You know, he's he's doing some good things. You know, don't get me wrong, I mean, but you know, two hundred sixty-five yards passing to just one guy. They, you have to get some lucky breaks for that to happen. Um, and I just feel like, you know, I heard some uh, chatter about making Stefanski coach of the year. But then, like, who who's his competition for coach of the year? I mean... The, the Detroit? Because, I mean, it's been 30 years since they won the division. Detroit? Baltimore? Do we not... Do we ignore what Baltimore is doing? I don't um, know because I don't know. Is it because is it uh, coaches because coaches get challenged, or if you have a really good team like Baltimore, doesn't really matter because you have a good team. So I yeah, don't but know. no, but they've been root, no one's rooted for them or or saw them as like legitimate Super Bowl contenders, right? For the most part, the national media has kind of put them as that like second or even third tier to teams like Kansas City or Miami. Um, and I think it's only now that they're realizing that, you know, Baltimore is a good team. So I'm not saying Baltimore isn't. I'm just saying Harbaugh's done a good job keeping that team focused um, on winning. And, um, you know, whatever they're doing, it's, it's been working. So, and it's not to say Stefanski doesn't deserve to be in there. Hey, 10 wins when your star quarterback has been out for like multiple weeks now. 
you're figuring out a way with your defense to stay afloat, stay in contention. That's great. He deserves to be in that conversation, too. I mean, your quarterback's out. Your star running back is out. So that's what I'm saying is like, is that why they, why they, his name is popping up? I'm a coach of the year because yeah, should. I mean, he's doing more with less, basically mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So that's why I have him. I have him in there as, as number five. coach too, right? You could be in there. I mean, I just, if you're having hard knocks follow you in season, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think, I feel like you are, you're walking into the hype train, you know, you're like, Oh, sure. Put me on TV every week. Sure. I'll do that. I don't, I mean, that's just my take. I don't feel like somebody who loves the limelight as much as that coach McDaniel does. He really deserves coach of the year. I don't think he, I I just don't think he shies away from it. I don't think he loves it. I don't see it that way at all. I think he doesn't shy away from it. Well, not shying away is basically saying yes. Because if you... If you say, no, this might disrupt my team, then you say, no, I don't want hard knocks. But I feel like he's, you know, like he's open to it. He's like, hey, no, yes, sure, bring in the cameras. Whatever you want to film. You want to film me practicing? You want to film me calling plays? Sure. I feel like, does he have a team that with Super Bowl aspirations? Of course he does. That's just confidence. He's showing, hey, it doesn't matter what you see. I want to show I'm going to continue to be who I am. Right? I think that just shows confidence in him, who he is uh, in himself and you know, and the team. And I think the team sees that and they, they follow him. And it's been good. Listen, I, you know, there's been a lot of questions about how good is Tua. Um, you know, their defense start off the year. I know they had some injuries. They didn't play that well. But I think he's done a pretty outstanding job. Um Imagine team. He's uh, one and uh, three against 500 teams. That's his only downfall. Mm-hmm. That's to me, that's his only downfall. But mm-hmm. hey, if that's working, keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it. You 11 and four right now. Keep doing it. I mean, that's being picky, saying like, oh, they can't be above 500 teams. Mm, well, they're still doing it. They just beat Dallas recently. So, um, so let's let's get into week uh, seventeen. Uh, Ron, first game is New England at Buffalo. It's a forty and a half over and under. Buffalo is favored by twelve points. I got them New England winning twenty four to twenty three. I just don't believe the hype. That's why I got New England winning. And Sappy two out of three. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Who knew he was capable? I guess last year when they were like shouting "Sappy, Sappy," they they knew better. Um, Ron, what's your pick? Yeah, so I got buff. I got Buffalo winning, but I don't believe that twelve point spread at all. I think that's way too high. I think yeah, way too high. Two things: one, it's being disrespectful to New England defense, and I think two, it's it's overcrediting Buffalo's offense um, that hasn't played really that well all year so I, I got this is a much closer game I got Buffalo winning 23 to 20 if I had real money to put down I would definitely put some money on this um, New England covering yeah I definitely think 12 points is way too high especially 
when Josh Allen has been turning the ball over almost every game, mm-hmm. it's guaranteed. Uh, and like you said, that New England defense is very stout considering no uh, no edge rusher, no Christian Gonzalez. I mean, he's doing it with like people off the streets. Yeah, I think that they can beat that. That's why I only give them one winning by one point. It could be, like you said, three points makes a difference. So, um, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Uh, excuse me. Seattle. Pittsburgh at Seattle. Mm-hmm. They favor by three and a half. Ron, who's your pick? Yeah, Seattle's favorite at three and a half. This game's on the road um, at this point. It looks like Mason might be the starter. Uh, Tomlin had his press conference today. He was kind of, I guess he played both sides, said Mason's going to get the first team reps, but we'll see how Kenny Pickett's leg is and how his practice week goes. So it can go either way as far as who's starting quarterback is. I think it's going to be Mason. I don't think he relives that magic, though, that he had at home. Um you know, I think it's a much tougher matchup, a fully healthy, for the most part, Seattle offense. Uh, it's going to be able to score some more points on the Steelers. I got Seattle winning 21-17. The over and under run is 41 and a half. I got Pittsburgh winning 21-17. to I think this is Geno's return game, right? No, he played last week. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Did they win? Yeah, they won. Um, I don't think it was anything impressive, uh, but he, he they did win this past week. So, um, yeah, you know, I think, listen, I think they're fully, for the most part, fully healthy. They won 20 to 17, beat against the Titans. Take that, you know, as you will. Um, but that running game, those two backs they have, and obviously their receivers in Jigba, um, you know, and Lockett and uh, the other their star receiver. Can't think of his name right now. Metcalf. Uh, Metcalf. Thank you. That's a lot for any team to handle. So, you know, I'd be shocked if the Steelers win the game. Ron, who is your upset special? Um, I went back to Detroit. So they play in Dallas. Dallas favored by six. This is another game. I'm looking at the spread and it's like this seems like a lot I know Detroit's defense is questionable at best well their offense is pretty dang good uh, and good enough to score at you know at Dallas in Dallas uh, I know Dallas defense is pretty decent but to me I, I can see Detroit winning I got them winning 28 to 27 um, I just you know I, I, I like the Detroit you know, coaching staff. I like their players. Um, they got to get better. They're still a young team. Uh, but that this is going to be a statement game for them. I, I I like I like everything you said, except Dallas is 7-0 at home. Mm-hmm. The only NFC team that doesn't lose at home. I just can't. I don't see that happening. Uh, Detroit has a lot of heart. Dan Campbell as the boys well coached but Dallas at home is a different team they just lose them losing at home is going to be hard hard for them to uh, allow that uh, but let's talk about so at home let's talk about the teams they beat at home right the Jets Jets are any good no 
Patriot. Patriots any good? No. Chargers? Rams? Rams, okay. Rams are pretty decent. Giants, are they any good? No. Commanders? Seahawks, they're okay. You know, and then the Eagles, that's that's a good team. So, uh, you know, I think, I think they're a good football team. Um, the higher the score of this game, I think the more it's going to favor Detroit, to be honest with you. I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see them losing at home, but that's what makes the upset so special. It's a, it's a Monday night game, right? So, yeah, everyone's going to be seeing prime time. Let's hope that the Lions don't put up a dud, basically, on Monday night. Um, with my upset special, I went with the Giants beating the LA Rams. They were favored by six points. I got them winning 24 to 17. I don't have any any uh, stat or any kind of uh, any kind of uh, data that I can back up the Giants winning. I just feel like Giants at home. It's a very different team than Giants on the road. Who's playing quarterback? That's the question. We don't know. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they, they, he already said that DeVito needs a break. So my big, the hell's my big, that uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dable's way mm-hmm. of thinking. <laughs> so I, I could see Tyra Taylor coming in, but he's a turnover machine. So I don't know. We'll see how this game turns out. But, and I feel like, the Rams are on a little bit of a streak, right? So um, let's look at the standings real quick. Yes, yeah, so the Rams have won two games in a row. They're basically uh, six and four in a conference. So, I mean, they definitely want to be in the playoffs, right? That's why they're playing hard. I don't know if the Giants, they might be out. I think they have, yeah, they're out already at five and 10. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, again, I don't have anything, any kind of data to present, but I, I like got the Giants at home. Uh, so let's let's end the show with talk about playoffs because we got two weeks left in the season and it's getting tighter, tighter and tighter. So let's look at the AFC. Who run do you have in excluding the Steelers? Who do you feel has a chance to basically get the get the remaining spots. Excluding the Steelers? Excluding the Steelers. I think it's up in the air. So um, there's still some teams fighting for those last two spots. Uh, Buffalo got the Patriots this week, and I don't know who they finish with, but um, they, for the most part, control their destiny. If they can win out, they should be able to, like, secure that six spot they got the Dolphins so that that might be a tough matchup because the Dolphins play the Ravens if I'm not mistaken this week and they're fighting for that first seed um so yeah I it's a big game right if they if the Bills lose to the Patriots this week they'll be nine and seven they gotta play Miami and fall to nine and eight that's gonna be tough so um but I still think they're in I, the Colts at eight and seven, um, I give them a better shot at finishing that seventh spot over teams like Houston, 
uh, Pittsburgh at this point, Cincinnati. They're on the outs at this point. I wouldn't and even then, give them. I wouldn't even say the Colts get the seven. I think they can win that division. Yeah, they can win the division, right? They might even get over Jacksonville at eight seven right now and actually get the division. So um, Jacksonville, you said has Carolina this week, but we'll see if Lawrence plays or what the deal is there. But then they got the Titans, so they got a pretty easy schedule. Uh, if you want to call it that. So, you know, they, they need to win at least one of those games, if not both. Um, but, you know, and the Steelers, you want me to exclude them, but they're still really in it, right? They went out, win these next two games, which is going to be tough. Seattle, and then depending on what happens in Baltimore, we got Baltimore at the end. We always play them tough, but they might be sitting players, knock on wood, that last week. If they can win two and then they get, like, Losses from like Jacksonville, Colts, or Texans, they can leapfrog into that seventh spot. So they're not completely out of it either. So if they, in your estimation, if they lose to Seattle, are they no, out? No, it's over. Yeah, it's done. They got to win out, period. They have to win out. So so basically, you like the Steelers, you like the Bills, and the Colts well, I might... Well, I got the Steelers out, right? So I got the Well, right now, week. yeah. Right now, you got them out. Yeah. So who who do you like? You like the Bills? Possibly the Colts or Jaguars? Who is... You like the Texans more or less? Less. Too many injuries at this point. So my last spot, I'd probably... The Browns take the last spot. Well, the Browns are going to... They're in the fifth spot right now, right? So Baltimore, Miami, Kansas City... Seven. So it's got Browns, Bills, and then either the Colts or the Jaguars, right? Right. Well, no, Colts or Jaguars, one of those win the division. So the division winners are Baltimore, Miami, Kansas City. Those are pretty much, for the most part, locked. And then for the South, it's either Jacksonville or Colts. One of those teams for sure is going to make it. But they take the fourth spot, whoever between those two. Fifth spot I'm giving to Cleveland. They're in fifth right now. Buffalo's sixth spot. I'll, I'll, I think they'll stay at the sixth spot. Um, and then the seventh spot. The question is, will the loser of the NFC South, you know, get that seventh spot? Or will some team like Cincinnati or Pittsburgh take? I don't think Cincinnati. Um, I think the Colts have I mean, a legitimate shot. <laughs> Let me see who they play these next two weeks. I mean, I don't... Will you discount the Raiders? Because the Raiders, 7 and 8, and... They got the Raiders this week. They got the Raiders in Texas. So if they beat the Raiders, the Raiders are out. Mm -hmm. The Raiders win. Raiders are still in it, but not a lot. You know, they're not. They still got to keep winning. They got to keep winning. They got to... I mean, if the Steelers need to win out, the Raiders definitely Mm -hmm. need to win out. Uh, The Broncos, I don't don't think they're in anymore. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, so it's gonna be if you're, you know, a Colts fan, you you're basically it's your season right here. Yeah, all these basically. teams, right? Yeah, went out and then you're in. And you don't have anything to complain about, anything to worry about. But you lose a game or two, then you're gonna be in the outside looking in. Ron, who who do you like making it in the NFC? Um, well, top teams for the most part, San Fran, Philly, Detroit. Those are locks, I think. Um, I would throw Dallas in there, too. Um, and then the NFC South, uh, I'm going to give to Tampa. They won, I think, four straight, if I'm not mistaken, at eight and seven. 
it's not a lock that they win the division just yet. Gotta see who they play. But they're playing too well, I think, to blow it at this point um, and not win that division. So they got the Saints and Panthers next. So if they win one of those games, they should clinch, I think, the NFC South. Um, and then besides that, I got, let's see, you got the Rams, Seattle, who I think is going to win this week. Uh, that'll put them in 9-7. and seven. Um, I think those will be the, the teams. I don't see the Vikings, Green Bay, Atlanta, even though they're all 7-8, the Saints. I don't see any of them overcoming any of the teams that are ahead of them. I mean, the Vikings are definitely out. They just injuries are just decimating them. The Packers, I mean, I don't know. Their schedule was so easy at the beginning of the year. I had that's why I had them winning that division. And then Jordan Love started the year bad. Then they got better, um, and they finish out the finish out the season with the Vikings and the Bears. So if they get two wins, they, they finish the season on nine and eight. Is that enough? No. No. What if they they finish with two losses? If they finish two losses, then you know they're out. Well, I bring that up because their coach was on my hot seat list. And I'm just curious if you feel if they finish at seven and ten, does that get them fired? Um, Mm, I don't know because this is Jordan Love's first year basically without having a Aaron there. I don't know if that's, you know, who would you fire him or Arthur Smith? I think they both should go, to be honest with you. I, I just don't feel like with Arthur Smith and that quarterback carousel. And yeah, whose fault is that though? Yeah, he drafted Riddler, and he's terrible. Yeah, well, this guy drafted, you know, A-Rod's replacement. He didn't make the playoffs, and you had Rodgers could have kept him there, right? Have him finish his career there. He chose not to, or he decided to part ways, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. Um, Rodgers was your best chance to get back to the playoffs. Chose to go a different direction, and you missed the playoffs. That's questionable. Would, would you rather them have fifty spend fifty million dollars on Rodgers and make the playoffs, or fifty million dollars without Rodgers and basically divvy it out into the team and have a better defense? A, well, the offense is getting better, well, I guess. Rodgers, he took a pay cut, right? He restructured his contract afterwards. Yeah, but I think he would have would have been willing to do that for them. Um, we listen to me. Rodgers is all about himself. I just can't see that. He will say, oh, you know, they didn't come talk to me, blah, blah, blah. They didn't do this. But we know there's no way Rodgers was restructuring his contract, especially with Green Bay. There's no way. Either way, regardless, you had Rodgers or not. You as your coach, GM, your responsibility is to make sure your team's prepared, right? They drafted this guy three, four years ago, whatever it is now. And... You know, you've been at this point push. You were pushing to get rid of Rodgers. It feels like so that means that tells me that you felt ready to, to make the jump. You should, if you feel that confident to me, you, should, you need to get in the playoffs. Then at least get to the playoffs. 
So if they fall short, we'll we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing here. I think the leash will be short. Maybe they give them another year. But if two years and they finish on below 500 again this year and next year, why would you keep that whole thing going? I mean, do you see them losing out two games against the Vikings and the Bears? I just don't see that. Well, they might go one and one. That keeps them under 500. The Bears are tough. Don't mess around and play the Bears and have Justin Fields rush for like 160 on you. I mean, I just don't feel like the with with the Bears, they got Justin Field with one foot out and one foot in. I just the Vikings, we just talked about how injuries decimated their season. Yet they're in like in second place with the same record. So mm-hmm. go figure. I um regardless, I think a lot of coaching decisions will be made like these next two weeks. Like there's coaches that are literally gonna lose or keep their job depending on what happens these next so who you have the Rams Seattle and then that's the, it that's it yeah so Rams Seattle and that those final spots I got Dallas Dallas already has it locked up yeah Dallas and then I got Tampa winning I think they'll hold on to the south the, the other teams Detroit Philly San Fran they're already locked yeah I think that's that's fair I mean I have the Rams losing this week but you know, that's going to be a tough, tough uh, loss for them if they do end up losing. I just feel like the Vikings are not doing enough. The Falcons are not doing enough. Obviously, the Saints' car is one day he looks great, one game he looks awful. And the Packers, I mean, they should have not lost. Jordan Love should not be losing, especially if he's, you know, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron's replacement. So I just, you know, when I look at all the quarterbacks that can make the extra playoff spot, I, I the only quarterback I like is a Green Bay Packers quarterback because he's playing well. Wow. Uh, the Rams lose this week, they're out. I tell you that because they got San Fran that last week. So you want to make the playoffs, you better win this game in New York. You don't want to go to San Francisco with your season on the line. On the line. Yeah, that's that's tough. And then they don't... I mean, they have such a nice stadium, but they don't fill it up with Rams fans. So I don't I don't know if it's, it helps them to go on the road or if it's worth to be at home and have, have the crowd not cheering for you. So I don't know what's, you know, what's better for them. Um, overall, what can you say? This is do or die for these teams this oh, week, yeah, right? Absolutely. So all these teams are in the playoffs right now. This is the playoff. Yeah, basically basically, yeah, it's like you lose your save. If you if you win, then you go on to the playoff. You go on to the big tournament. So Ron, what do you have to say for the Steelers fans out there? The ones that expected a better performance last week and they won that performance this week. Um, hey, you know, let's keep it rolling. Let's string a couple wins together. Uh, whoever we throw out there, Mason or Kenny Pickett, um, this is going to be a tough matchup. Like I said, I got Seattle winning. Having said that, I think we can go in there, if any team can do it, you know, and pull out a victory. We're going to need a lot of help, you know, 
uh, from the defense. And the defense is going to have some issues, I think, against Seattle's uh, all their weapons. Um, but, you know, let's let's go out there and just keep it positive and let's see what we do. Yeah, I think I think that, you know, the Steelers, I see them having I see Mike Tomlin having a winning season. What, what's your record now? Eight, eight, and, eight and seven. Eight and seven. Yeah. One of these games, whether Seattle or Baltimore, like you said, hopefully they're like resting people. I see, especially with Lamar, because he's actually going to play a full season. Let's hope that he doesn't get bounced in the first round of division. But hey, if you get a bye, then you don't have to worry about that. You just play everyone at home until you reach the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I think their chances are, you know, much, much better to lock up that playoff spot for the Steelers. Um, and who knows? This might be like a NFC North. You got Baltimore, you got the Steelers, and you got the Cleveland making it into the playoffs. That's mm. that's huge. Yeah. And if Burrow, if Burrow hadn't gotten hurt, maybe you have everyone. Yeah, this that would be amazing. Uh, yeah, we don't have much. I mean, that's that's it. Next week it'll be week eighteen. Yeah, final final week. Final week of the season, and then we can speculate on what's what's going to happen with Bill Belichick. I mean, from what I'm reading, he's staying. Yeah, they're playing hard, right? So yeah, it's not like they've given up. You can tell when teams just ah, they mail it in in the season. And when I see the interviews after the games, everyone is like, hey, this is for Bill. Hey, I did it for Bill. This is for Bill. So they're not even, they know that they're not going to make the playoffs. So they're playing hard. I know that some of the some of the players are playing to get a contract. Some of the players may not be there 2024, so who knows? But I don't, we as fans, we like, oh man, I hope this team tanks so they can get a better draft. But I feel like this team is winning. Winning. So, hey, keep it going. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at them at all. Um, and then we'll have our draft show, you know, much, 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 much later down the line. Um, yeah, that's about pretty much it. In that case, I say peace. Peace. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at SYMPodcast. Thanks again.